0: Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the name of our Lord Jesus. Good morning to you. Hope you are keeping safe. The Lord will continue to keep us in this season in the name of Jesus and we will come out victorious. No plague of the Egyptians will come near our dwelling in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning I'm going to kick off the series um, I promised to do on this podcast The second coming of the church, the second coming of the church is going to be broken into parts and um, I'll try as much as possible to use um, 15 minutes to run um, a few insights and um, that will be part one and we continue from where we stopped. I will read the book of Isaiah chapter 2, Isaiah chapter 2. From verse 2, verses 2 to 5. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy this morning. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for prophetic insights. Thank you for apostolic wisdom. Lord, let the words of my mouth this morning and the meditation of my heart and the heart of the listeners be acceptable in your sight and cause an urging. A hunger in our hearts that will make us press and look and advance and thrust into your end time purposes. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. In the last days, I read from the New International Version In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. Amen. It will be exalted above the hills and all the nations will stream to it. Many peoples will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his path. The law will go out from Zion. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He would judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Come, descendants of Jacob, let us walk in the light. Of the Lord let us walk in the light of the Lord I'm considering verse 3 again many people will come and see come let us go up to the mountains of the Lord or to the mountain of the Lord I beg your pardon mm-hmm. to the temple of the God of Jacob he will teach us his ways i would like us like you to note that verse as i take you to ephesians chapter 3 later on i'd like also to read micah chapter 4 where this exact prophecy was given by micah micah chapter 4 in the last days the mountains of the lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains It will be exalted above the hills, and many will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountains of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us His ways, so that we may walk in His paths. The Lord will go out from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between many peoples, and will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into plowshares And their spurs into pruning hooks In the mouth of two or three witnesses The truth is established This is the second time We are reading the exact prophecy Nation Will not take up sword against nation Nor will they train for war anymore Everyone will sit Under their own vine And under their own fig tree And no one will make them afraid Amen for the Lord Almighty has spoken. Hmm. When you read anywhere you see the Lord Almighty has spoken, it doesn't return to him noil and void. Let it accomplishes its purpose. All the nations may walk in the name of their gods, hmm. but we will walk in the name of the Lord, our God forever and ever. And what's the Lord's plan? That's what uh, my Bible says is showing me as as a title from verse 6 of Micah chapter 4 the lord's plan remember my message on god's divine initiative in that day declares the lord i will gather the lame i will assemble their exile and those i have brought to grief i will make the lame my remnant please I, i i i encourage you to hear my message on a remnant the remnant church That was the the last message I did um, Before this one of today The second coming of the church The series I will make the lame my remnant And those driven away a strong nation The Lord will rule over them in Mount Zion From that day and forever As for you I'll stop there Verse 7 I will make the lame my remnant and those driven away a strong nation, the Lord will rule over them in Mount Zion. Amen. Amen. No prophecies of private interpretation, neither by the prophet's own interpretation of things. According to Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20 and 21, For prophecy never had, it had its origin in the human will, so what we are reading did not originate from human will, or just to make us, you know, feel that there's always something sweet that has to do with Israel alone. It's not for private interpretation. A prophecy never had its own, had its own in the human will. It will not have its own in the human will. It is not Christian religious knowledge. Or prophets through human spoke from God or prophets though human I beg your pardon prophets though human spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit we have heard messages of last days manifestation of false teachers and prophets so many interpretations have been given to the scripture that talk about the last day manifestation of false teachers and prophets. 2 Timothy chapter 3 talks about the perilous time, people who are lovers of themselves, talking about people who have a form of godliness and denying the power thereof, religion. We've seen all of that. Our focus has been on that for so long. 1 Timothy chapter 4 also talks about the last day manifestations, about character you know, searing our consciences with a hot iron, talking about people who just carry messages that are far from the gospel. First John chapter four, talked about antichrist, antichrist, admonishing us to beware of antichrist. And we've had all kinds of interpretation to this, end time messages beware of false prophets, their manifestation is on the rising, highest, fast rising, seeing all kinds of jokers on TV, on social media, seeing all kinds of uh, uh, um, 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 acting on stage, seeing people who are carried away by their style, not even teaching. Carried away by the kind of miracles that they see because we are so desperate, especially this side of the world. Nigeria and Ghana, to be precise. Second Peter chapter 3, there's one to six also admonishes us about the last days, manifestation of false teachers, false prophets. Dear friends, this is now the second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this uh, coming? Uh, Where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since as it has since the beginning of creation they definitely forget a lot of things they tell you why are you talking about people are now preaching and they've forgotten the consciousness i mean they don't have the consciousness of christ anymore people are preaching materialism we have seen warnings regarding false teachers why do we believe that um, there will be false teachers in the last days? Because we have not interpreted this prophecy privately. Apart from that, we have read it from scriptures. Apart from that, we see it happening. But my teaching will not dwell so much here because I think we have overinterpreted the last day manifestation of false prophets and we focus so much on them. So that we know how to dissect them, we know how to make, uh, uh, cajole them, put them on social media, look at this joker. Everybody is now an interpreter. Even those who don't go to church, even those who have not given their lives to Christ, they just know that these guys are just magicians. There's an 80s dimension to it. Not revelation from God, there's an 80s dimension to it to say, look at these jokers. He's putting his picture that he went to the mountain to pray. Is it not a false prophet? Watch out for false prophets, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. But their fruits <laughs> you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from tomb bushes? figs from thistles false churches are expressing the fullness of these prophecies and warning they cannot but do it because it is written the problem in the church is that we are not mindful enough of their manifestations we are not mindful enough of their manifestation hence the lack of capacity to build the ark hence the lack of capacity to build a structure that will judge them. Hence, the capacity to obey, to build the act like Noah that will stand as a standard, that will be a standard for judging satanic thrones manifesting in the form of false churches and false prophets. Let's examine a satanic strategy and I'll close this part quickly, causing people to fall into the snare of false prophets and teachers. God created man and and man had need to eat as the first level that you see man. Man is hungry. Man is hungry. Not for sex in the first instance. Man must feed. Man has to eat. And so when God created man, he gave him dominion over all that he created. He said, um... Uh, you have dominion over everything I created. Matt, uh, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. He said, be fruitful, multiply. Be fruitful, multiply. Replenish. You have dominion over everything. God gave man charge. In Genesis chapter 2, God also called man and placed him in the garden. Placed him in the garden where he would, you know, like eat and have his—he uh, um, um, uh, will deal with um, hunger, because the first level of want in man is hunger. I'm going somewhere. If I have to end it, I promised you in fifteen minutes. Then I start another one. It's a series, and I don't want to rush this message. Everything was already created, and man was made out of the dust and god breathed in his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being and the lord god had planted a garden in the east of eden and there he put the man he formed the lord made all kinds of trees grow of the ground trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food good for food so man god first of all gave man food our ending with the lord bless this part and then we continue The other part where I stop. God bless you as you listen. Amen.